thank you for listening to the official podcast of the Charles County State's Attorney's Office. I'm Tony Covington, your State's Attorney. Today I'll be talking to you about what I think is a critical step to improving relations between the police and our community. As a prosecutor, how the community, that is those people that man our juries and our witnesses to crime, how they think and feel about the police makes a huge difference to achieving justice. Please trust me when I tell you that over my career I've seen a massive deterioration in the confidence that the public has in the police and the criminal justice system overall. In my view, there is one huge step we can take to improve that trust and confidence, and that is to create a civilian review board here in Charles County. In this episode, I will tell you what civilian review boards are, why they are critically important, and I'll get into a little detail on how one can be organized and operated. I'll also discuss the Charles County Sheriff's Office Board of Public Safety that has been identified as a body that can do the job of a civilian review board. I totally disagree with that idea, but we'll get into that a little later. First, let me explain what I mean by a civilian review board. Please know that a civilian review board is not a new idea. These boards operate in any number of other jurisdictions in our state and throughout the entire country. Basically, it's a committee of average citizens, not elected officials or police officers, and they exist to review deadly use of force cases and cases where a complaint is made that an officer used excessive force. Before I go any further, let me uh, make sure you know that I have advocated for years, for more than a decade, for the creation of a civilian review board in Charles County. And please understand, especially all of you police and police supporters that might be listening, I do not support a civilian review board in Charles County as a criticism of the local police. To me, these boards are needed in every single jurisdiction in the country. Now, let me explain why. This may take a second, so please bear with me. I recognize that the job of a police officer has one attribute unlike any other job, and that is that the police have the authority to put their hands on a citizen to arrest them and, in some instances, even use deadly force. This is an awesome power officers are granted. You look, Americans treasure nothing more than their freedom, except life itself, of course. So the grant of authority to take somebody's freedom, and maybe even their life, must come from the highest of powers in America. It does not come from the police commissioner or police commission. They may give a policeman his badge, but that is not where his authority to wield that type of power comes from. Now, a policeman's authority ultimately comes from we the people. That's right. I mean the citizens of the community that police officers work. They're the ones that give them the power. Let me tell you why I say that. You see, way back when civilizations decided they were going to adhere to the rule of law, everyone entered into an unwritten social contract. Everyone said, for law and order, instead of chaos, to reign in our civilization, citizens need to give up their right to seek their own justice for the wrongs committed against them, and give that power over to the state. So instead of a land full of vigilantes going around killing each other all the time, we have a dedicated professional cadre of police officers backed up by an entire criminal justice system, of course, whose job it is to deliver justice to the people. So saying all that finally leads me to the crux of the matter here. If I, Tony Covington, acting on behalf of all the citizens, have given Mr. Police Officer the awesome power to use force on people in order to enforce the laws. And I'm told that you, Mr. Police Officer, 
have been excessive in the use of that power, that you have, to put it bluntly, abused that power that I have given you, you better believe that I should have the right to review your conduct. It is not your power to do with as you please. No, it is we the people's power that we have loaned you to get the job done. Now, here's a real sticking point for a lot of police officers. We the people, since it really is our power, should be empowered to review your use of our power, to tell you when you have abused our power, and recommend that you no longer get the privilege to wield the power we gave to you. To put it more simply, with the unique power granted to the police by the people comes oversight by the people. You shouldn't have one without the other. It's just that simple. And that's why I believe we need civilian review boards in every jurisdiction in this country, including Charles County. It doesn't matter whether a jurisdiction has a long record of abuses or a long record of no abuses. A system must be in place to allow the people, we the people, to review situations where the police have killed or seriously injured somebody or a citizen is complaining that the force used was excessive. I also believe that every jurisdiction should have a civilian review board because if organized and operated properly, the board can go a long way to improve the trust between the police and the community. Here in Charles County, we've never had a civilian review board. Over the years, people have tried to create one, and I have lent my voice to those attempts. I'm hoping that in this era of enlightenment and era of reform regarding criminal justice, a review board can finally be born. Now, what do I think a civilian review board should look like? Let me tell you. First, the scope of review. What will the board be looking at? Well, the civilian review board will review all use of force resulting in death or serious bodily injury. That's pretty plain. Whether someone complains about the amount of force used in that situation or not. Oftentimes, there's no wrongdoing found, but things can still be learned and improved by review of these cases. What I mean by nobody complaining in a case of serious bodily injury or death, sometimes the situation is so clear that the use of force was justified that nobody complains about it. Nevertheless, that situation should be reviewed because maybe it didn't need to get to that point to begin with or for all sorts of reasons uh, we can learn and improve protocols and procedures uh, by the police. So anytime somebody dies or there is serious bodily injury, that case would be reviewed by the board. Somewhat to the contrary, the board will also review any use of deadly force, whether somebody gets injured or not. It could be a situation where a police officer ends up firing his weapon, nobody is struck by uh, the bullets, that situation would still be reviewed by the board. And of course, the third scenario is when anybody makes a formal complaint that a police officer has used excessive force. That obviously would be reviewed by the board as well. Let me tell you that I do not advocate that a review board review anything beyond use of force issues. I do not think it's necessary or appropriate for the civilian review board to review other issues within a police agency, even if they touch on other forms of misconduct. To me, civilian review is justified because the police are allowed to use force, and that is unique to the police. Therefore, in my mind, Review should only be of those issues surrounding use of force. Whether a police officer was nasty or rude or or shoplifted while on duty has nothing to do with his special authority to use force. 
every government agency has to deal with nasty and rude employees. Those agencies are not subject to civilian review on those issues, so why should the police be? They shouldn't. Civilian review board cases should be limited to use of force issues only. An effective civilian review board will be set up in such a way that it is independent from all police agencies. One of the points of a civilian review board is to eliminate the complaint heard all the time that the police cannot or should not be counted on to investigate themselves when it comes to the very serious matter of loss of life or serious injury. If the board is somehow connected to a police agency, I think we all know the community will have little, if any, trust in that process. The board should be made up of nine volunteer board members. I say nine because it's good enough for the Supreme Court. It should be good enough for us. Now, all nine board members should have at least three years of residency in the county. Keep things as democratic as possible, and members would serve two-year terms um, limited to two terms total, so they could serve a total of four years. No board members can be elected officials or police officers of any police agency or have a vested interest in any police agency or, or Charles County government. Each board member will have one vote. The nine members will be selected by various entities. The Board of Commissioners would appoint two members. Charles County Delegation uh, would appoint one member. The Sheriff would get to appoint two members. The remaining police agencies operating in Charles County would appoint one member. A Minister's Coalition would appoint one member. And a consortium made up of community groups like the Women of Action of Charles County, NAACP, Lifestyles, etc. would appoint the remaining two members. Now, in addition to the nine-member board, there would be a full-time investigator responsible for conducting any investigation the board may need. Also, there would be a full-time administrator to handle all administrative functions of the board. There would also be a non-voting police advisor and a non-voting legal advisor available to the board. Remember, the board may be dealing with issues of law and not just facts, and they may need some advice. So we need to make sure that they have access to that advice. Next, the board would have the same investigative subpoena powers as all of the state's attorneys in Maryland. That power includes the ability to subpoena any organization and compel it to provide reports, documents, uh, records, videotapes, uh, audio recordings, etc. Now, after the review of a case, the board will issue a report of its findings to the involved police agency, and that report should be made available to the public. This report will include any disciplinary recommendations the board has for the police agency or prosecutorial recommendations for the state's attorney. The board will maintain these records, reports, etc. for at least five years after the conclusion of the review of a case. And that report, recommendations, that file will be available for public review upon request. So there you have it. I've told you about a civilian review board, why I think civilian review boards are important, why I think one in Charles County would be a huge benefit to us, and I've laid out for you exactly how I think one should be designed and operate. I hope all of you give thought to this and that ultimately you will support the creation of a civilian review board here in Charles County. Now, I've gone on longer than I wanted to, but I did say that I was going to talk about the Board of Public Safety as a substitute for a real civilian review board and why I think that would be a huge mistake to try to do that. First, what is the Board of Public Safety? The Board of Public Safety was created by the Charles County Code years ago 
It is part of the sheriff's office by statute. It's comprised of five members, and their job was basically to act as a mediation outlet, if you will, between the sheriff's office and the commissioners so they could discuss and deal with and try to resolve salary issues, promotions, other pay issues, labor issues, those type of things. The Board of Public Safety was not designed to deal with excessive use of force cases. And that is my first and biggest reason for not using it for such. You have to use the proper tool to fix something. The Board of Public Safety was not designed to deal with use of force. A civilian review board will be designed for that. And that's what should be used. Period. Now, the second big reason that I have, I already said, the Board of Public Safety is by statute part of the sheriff's office, part of a police agency. You can't have independent review of police conduct without independence. So it doesn't make any sense to use the Board of Public Safety for the purposes of reviewing excessive use of force claims. The last objection I have to using the Board of Public Safety to review use of force claims is that the body has an inherent conflict of interest. Why? It has an inherent conflict of interest because two of the five board members, by statute, are Charles County commissioners. So let's be real and practical about this. County commissioners are going to be called upon to investigate claims of excessive force. We all know that a county commissioner is a county commissioner all day, every day, no matter what board they happen to be sitting upon. A commissioner cannot be put in the position of investigating an excessive use of force claim when that commissioner later on down the road, nine times out of ten, is going to have to deal with the civil litigation that the person who's claiming excessive use of force in the first place. The commissioner can't do both of those jobs. That is a classic conflict of interest that cannot be resolved. And even if it could somehow be resolved in the commissioner's mind, the public would still think that perhaps something is not right. There's an appearance of impropriety. You can't have the commissioners who would ultimately deal with a civil claim for excessive use of force also investigate that claim on behalf of the civilian review board. Just can't do it. So those are my reasons why I don't think the Board of Public Safety should come anywhere near reviewing claims of excessive use of force by police officers here in the county. Thank you for listening. I know this one went a little bit long. Tried to keep it brief for you. I really appreciate you caring about the county enough to listen to the podcast and try to understand what I'm saying. Thank you. Covington, out.